Have you ever heard the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? In the book of Proverbs, Solomon presents another viewpoint about this saying. He says that words have the power of life and death. In this episode, we'll be having a look at what the Bible says about gossip and what the consequences could be should you decide to gossip and should you decide to do nothing about gossip. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. reads, The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. The Bible, both Old and New Testament, warns strongly against gossip and the effect that your words and your tongue can have. God saw the destruction that gossip, slander, belittling, lies, arguments, insults and rumors had on his people. And just like he gave Moses the Ten Commandments, he gave multiple authors in the Bible a warning about gossip. Therefore, we know that he warns against it multiple times. Let's listen to the following Proverbs. Proverbs 13.3 Those who control their tongue will have a longer life. Opening your mouth can ruin everything. Proverbs 16.28 A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. Proverbs 25.10 Others may accuse you of gossip and you will never regain your good reputation. Proverbs 4.23 Guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. Now these are only four of about 20 or more proverbs that talk out about gossip. And it's not only proverbs that speaks out about gossip. There is, like I mentioned, quite a lot of verses in the Bible and we're going to delve a little bit deeper into some of them as well. In James 3, 1 verse 12, the main origin of gossip is actually revealed in the Bible, which is very interesting. In particular, verse 6 says, And the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole life on fire, for it is set on fire by hell itself. Whoa, mic drop moment. The reference to hell here is that Satan is the ultimate source of gossip and of evil speech. When we gossip, listen to gossip, or even allow gossip in our workplaces and in our work environments, we are giving Satan a foothold in our hearts and in our workplaces. 
Now I had a look at the definition of the word foothold because I wanted to be sure that I understand what the Bible means by this. The definition of foothold, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is a secure position from which further progress may be made. Therefore, if we allow gossip, if we look at it this way, if we allow gossip, we are giving Satan a secure position from which he can further break down and destroy. And there was a quote by Moira Rose that said, gossip is the devil's telephone, best just hang it up. There are, however, also other ways that gossip can originate. In Luke 6.45, Jesus discusses how a good tree can't produce bad fruit and how a bad tree can't produce good fruit. He ends by saying, a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, but an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. Well, in essence, people who are evil by nature will gossip. They will slander each other and they won't have a good thing to say about each other. Again, this is another mic drop moment. It's, it's, it's so profound how the Bible has a certain way of saying things. And let's be honest, the Bible doesn't beat around the bush here. It calls a spade a spade. And we are living in an environment and we're living in a world these days where we're too scared to call spades a spade. We're too scared to call people out. Why? Because it might be offensive to them or it might hurt their feelings or you, we don't want to ruffle some feathers. But I believe as children of God and as leaders, we are positioned to call people out on their behavior. Obviously, we can do it in a very respectful manner. And we should, we should, we should absolutely be calling them out, but in a respectful and kind manner. And you can do so by taking them aside. And, and I'm jumping a little bit ahead in the podcast here because this is one of my tips that I'd like to give you towards the end. But I just to this point like to say that, we, yes, we can do this respectfully. We can treat people with respect and still get the results that we are looking for. And that is our role as leaders, is to not just slide along each day, see how our team goes, then a little bit of this and a little bit of that. No, if we want our businesses and if we want our workplaces and if we even want the people in our workplaces to thrive, which is ultimately what we want as leaders and ultimately why you are here, we should be talking to people and we should be calling out their behavior and we should we should then also show them the right behavior and we should help them we should come up with professional development plans we should put goals and strategic and tactical things in place for them to help them and if we don't do these things then we are literally just giving satan a foothold and that is why not only the Bible feels so strongly about this, but God, God is speaking to us and he's saying that we should be aware of the dangers of the tongue. If we look at another originator of gossip, gossip can also be a product of boredom or idleness. There's a saying that says, idle hands are the devil's workshop. Now, 1 Timothy 5.13 tells us how idleness can lead to gossip. It says, Besides, they get into the habit of being idle and going about from house to house. And not only do they become idlers, but also gossipers and busybodies, saying things they ought not to say. 
people who have too much time on their hands often become gossipers and busybodies. And we should ask ourselves the question as leaders, in what time and in what capacity are people gossiping in our workplaces? Is it during their lunches? Is it during normal working hours? Is it out of hours in their personal time? The Bible actually has many more verses, too many to, to mention here about gossip, slander, your words, your tongue, and the effects that these can have on you. And I'll be sure to put them all in the show notes for you. I'd like to take a moment to just acknowledge that everything that I've mentioned so far is very, very confronting. And like I mentioned before, we're living in a day and age where we don't confront people. And we rather shy away from things that are confronting, so therefore we sometimes don't acknowledge that this stands in the Bible. We don't acknowledge how God, strong godly feels about this. Perhaps you always knew it was wrong, but you didn't quite understand why gossip was wrong or how God really feels about it. Or you didn't really realize the effects that could have. In a previous podcast, I spoke about mental health. I spoke about how the effects it can have on mental health. And in the upcoming podcast, I'm going to specifically only talk about the effects of gossip, not only in the physical, in the physical realm, but also in the spiritual realm, because I think it is very important for us as Christian leaders to understand that gossip has an effect. It is, <laughs> it literally comes from the fires of hell and therefore it will have an effect in the spiritual realm. God, however, doesn't leave us in the lurch. Isn't that just amazing? He doesn't just say to us, go figure it out by yourself. You're all on your own. No. <laughs> in true God style, he gives us the tools, the antidote, if you will, for dealing with gossip and for dealing with the gossipers. Ephesians 4.32 says, Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. In this verse, we are requested to be kind to each other and tender-hearted. Tender-hearted means to be compassionate towards each other. Forgive the person, just like God has forgiven you. Now, I know that this can be quite tough, especially if a person has gossiped about you, or if someone's gossiping in your workplace at the moment, we're not just going to forgive them and move on. Yes, I think we absolutely will forgive them as Christ has forgiven us, but forgiveness does not mean forgetting or just leaving it or doing nothing about it. And I want to make that quite clear. Yes, we can forgive that person. However, it's important that we still address the gossip. We can't just leave it. And there are many leaders out there today that believe just leaving the gossip, it's the problem's going to just solve itself. Unfortunately, that's not the case. 1 Timothy 18 verse 15 verse 18 actually reads, If another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the offense. If the other person listens and confesses it, you have won that person back. But if you are unsuccessful, take one or two others with you. Go back again so that everything you may say be confirmed by two or three witnesses. And this is very true. God actually says to us, this is the way we have to deal with people who sin against us. For example, gossiping. But then as leaders, we can use this and we can say, okay, what do I need to do? I need to go privately to that person. Okay, I need to confront that person in a loving and kind manner, just as they say in Ephesians 4.32, and talk to that person. And if they confess, then you have won their back. Then, okay, move on. However, you do get people who are in denial. You do get people who will not confess that they have done anything wrong. 
And this is really where the problem comes in. A lot of people don't think that they're doing anything wrong. This is something that I mentioned in the previous podcast. People think that they're just conveying the facts or they're just talking about someone else, you know, non-maliciously. But no, gossip is talking behind someone's back about them, whether they know it or not. But I'd also like to mention that, you know, when someone does come and gossip to you as a leader, whether you're in a leadership position or for because as leaders, yes, we're not isolated as leaders. Sometimes we feel isolated as leaders, but we're not. We've got other leaders who are colleagues and they can gossip just as easily as what your employees or your team members can gossip. Proverbs 17 verse 9 says, He who covers over an offense promotes love, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. So basically, it's telling us to stop the gossip with you. Don't spread it any further. And you can make the choice whether you gossip or not. So there's two sides of the story here. Number one, you as a leader who potentially are gossiping yourself, who potentially are struggling with that yourself. And number two, the leader who is struggling with their team, who's struggling to get their team to stop gossiping. Now, you can fall on both sides of those, or you can just be in one of those camps. But to the leader who is gossiping and who's really struggling with that gossip, I'd like to say to you that make a commitment. Make a commitment to stop gossiping. Make a commitment to stop for that gossip to stop with you and for you to no longer take action and gossip any further. But also to, like I mentioned in the previous podcast, to take the gossip from gossip to office chatter, change the subject. You can also speak to your fellow leader, to your colleague and say to them, look, um, I'm making a commitment to no longer gossip because I understand the seriousness of gossip. If your colleague is a non-believer, that's okay. You do not have to tell them that you've made a commitment to Christ to stop gossiping. But you can talk to them about the effects of gossip. You can say, well, gossip is having a really bad effect on us, on our workplace. And I'm committed to change because I no longer want gossip in the workplace. But unfortunately, I have to have integrity. I have to show my team what to do. And I'm really struggling with gossip. Therefore, I'd really appreciate it if we would no longer gossip together or if we would, if we would no longer talk about other people. This is a real struggle for me. I'd like to stop doing that. And potentially your colleagues feeling the same way, but they just continue doing it because you are doing it or you are doing it because they're doing it. So you can also get a partner and say accountability partner and say, hey, why don't we start keeping each other accountable for, for not gossiping anymore? And in that way, we can also start implementing within our teams that we're not going to gossip anymore. And this can have a major effect on you and on your leadership and on your team and as on the business as a whole. Then on the other side, you are the leader who wants to stop gossip in its tracks. You want to, if you've identified that gossip is a really big flag in your team, really big flag in your workplace, and you want to do something about it. So for you, I'd like to say that you need to start addressing gossip with the gossipers. And a lot of people shy away from that because they don't like conflict. You don't know how the other person's going to react. You're too scared. Because this is the reason why most people, why most leaders actually don't go and talk to their team members or don't deal with any issues at all is because they don't know how the other person's going to react. And then they don't know, are they going to get defensive? If they get defensive, what am I going to say? 
And so what I'd like to say is prepare a script. There's nothing wrong with preparing a script. It's just very, very important that you take that person in private. Don't embarrass them in front of their peers. Don't embarrass them in a meeting or, you know, call them out immediately whilst they're gossiping. What I would say is say to them, look, I'd like to see you for a meeting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. or whenever that might be or email them, uh, request a meeting. You don't know reason to make it formal, but it's very important that you just take them privately. I I sometimes did it the same day, whether I, I didn't sometimes even pull them into my office. I would sometimes just pull them somewhere else out of the crowd or from someone or walk with them and say, walk with me. And I would then have a chat with them. I'd say, look, it's come to my attention that this has been said. You know, what do you say about that? And really, 99% of the time, people would confess and they'd say, yes, I, I said that and I'm, I'm really sorry. Like the Bible said, like 1 Timothy 18 verse 15 to 18 said, now I've won them over. But unfortunately, you will get those one percenters who will deny it and who will say, no, I definitely did not say that. And it's in a similar situation with me, like I mentioned in one of the previous podcasts, that I agreed to someone, I agreed with someone simply because I didn't understand what they were saying and from an accent perspective. And then that got me in trouble. So it's then you actually giving the other person an opportunity to also defend themselves and say, oh, no, that I that was really just an accident. I didn't do that on purpose or, you know, um, similar to what I did. And I think that this is important. Take that person aside, talk to them, be tenderhearted, like it says, have compassion, understand where they're coming from. And instead of throwing stones at them, actually just try and understand because we all have sin. We all have things that we're struggling with. And especially if you are also the leader who's struggling with gossip, then this is going to be extra tough for you because you also have to to stop yourself, but you also have to stop that person or confront that person. So just do it with love. Absolutely do it with love. Do it with respect because everyone deserves respect no matter who they are. The main things that I would like you to take away from today's podcast, because let's be honest, this was pretty heavy. It's always mind-blowing to see how God has, has set out the word and how purposeful he was that the Bible is not only relevant for the time when it was written, but it is relevant until today and it will be relevant for many, 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 many more years to come. And... What I'd like to say to you is, number one, take gossip seriously. It can have a long-term effect on you and your team. And gossip is so serious that God mentions it quite a bit in the Bible. He doesn't, and there's there's a lot of terminology that refers to gossip, and that's slander, and but in particular the effects of your words, um, your tongue. And there is a there is a verse that says, "Tame your tongue," or it it um it actually says, "People might try and tame animals." But the one thing that they can't tame is their tongue. And number two, speak up against gossip. Address it directly with the person or the persons involved. And if you need to, get a line manager or someone else, like a witness, like it mentions in Timothy, involved that can support you with this journey. And then three, if you are struggling with gossip yourself, pray that the Lord will guide you and help you to stop so that you can show integrity at work, not only to talk the talk, but also walk the walk. Let's pray together now. Lord, I pray for the female leader, this woman of faith, listening to this podcast right now. I pray that you would fill their heart with your spirit and your truth. I pray that their hearts and their mouth would overflow with your goodness, 
your kindness and your words of life. I pray that you would guard their mouths from gossip, slander, lies, insults, rumors, and anything else that is not in line with your word. I pray that you would fill them with the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Lord, I pray that you would guide them as they start tackling gossip in their workplace. I pray that Satan will no longer have a foothold in their workplace, and in Jesus' name, I rebuke Satan now. I pray, Lord, that you will bless this leader who is listening, who is committed to change, committed to glorifying you in their workplace. And as Jabez prayed, I'd like to pray that you would bless this leader and expand their territory. Please be with them in all that they do and keep them from all troubles and pain. Amen. Friends, may God bless you today. Please reach out if you need any further support. If you're feeling hopeless, if you feel you need further guidance, if you feel you'd like to have a chat with me, please reach out to me at support at rickawhelan.com and I can offer you some coaching and very, very soon I will be launching, a, very excited to launch a no gossip, no more gossip program, which is a six month group coaching program where I'll be running you through step by step on how to get rid of gossip in your workplace. And because it's a group coaching program, it means that you will be part of a group that I will coach through this process. It means that you won't be alone. It means that you will have people around you going through exactly the same thing as you. And you'll have people around you who will be able to support you. So um, I'm really looking forward to launching this program very soon. If you'd like to go on the waitlist for this program, please have a look um, in the description or in the show notes. There is a link where you can click to jump on and get onto the waitlist. Now, because this is a group coaching program, I won't be able to take many people because I'd like to support you all one-on-one. -on -one. But being a group coaching program, it means that I will have limited time to be with you one-on-one -on -one if there's too many people. So I'd like to make it intimate and I'd like to get you those results. I'd like to get you to a place in your workplace where there's no more gossip. There's no more issues. You guys are thriving. It's a thriving workplace where people enjoy coming to work. You enjoy coming to work. You don't have to go to battle every single day with these people, but rather you can come to your work family and you can enjoy the time that you have with them. You can share what you've done on the weekend and you can share the trials and tribulations that you and your family is going through at home with your work family. That's ultimately what I want for you. What I want for you is to enjoy coming to work. If you're in a place where you feel hopeless, you just really feel like you do not know what to do anymore, please reach out to me. And if you haven't done it yet, please join the Facebook community. I am in there. And um, a shout out to Florence, who is my very first member in the group. I am very thankful for you joining my group. And it's a new group because this is a new podcast, so I'm still growing the members. But shout out to Florence, who's the first person to join. And I thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. so much for listening if this podcast blessed you in some way the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review 
Your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when I read it. And it makes me want to keep going. So please leave a review and your review will also help other Christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for. So whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.